Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Star Wars fans, welcome back. As I know, I am in a different location. I'm on vacation uh, in Mexico. So uh-huh. if, my, if my quality isn't as good, if my <laughs> screen isn't good, I apologize. Um, right. It's actually, I'm actually like Boba Fett this week and that yeah. I'm not even like really here. No, you're not. No, you're actually not. And you, it, it seems like you're, you're in a faraway location, like outer rim. I'm not really sure exactly where you're coming in at, but uh, it's great. I don't care. You're here. And you know what? Uh, it's wizard. Okay, my friend. It's a wizard that you're here and that we're talking about this episode, the return of the Mandalorian, this episode five. Dude, this was unreal. Literally fantastic. Best episode, Matt. What do you think? Best freaking episode. Best episode of Boba Fett or best episode of The Mandalorian as is the question. And I got to say, I was looking at reviews. And so some people that were like, some people were given this like a 10 out of 10, which is where I'm at. I'm at like a 12. I'm at like a 15, 100 out of 10. Because regardless of whether this is about Boba Fett or The Mandalorian, it's about Star Wars. And it was freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. Um Here's my thing, and and I'll and I'll I'll defend I'll defend the decision to have this episode in because I saw like IGN gave it a sit like a seven out of ten because they said like this is the book of Boba Fett, not the Mandalorian. Does it does it does it hurt like Boba's story by having this all in there? My guess is that if you go look, a lot of the other some of the other Disney stuff that we've gotten have been six episodes, and this is seven. So mm-hmm. this is you know probably a six episode thing. They, they tell the story in a six episodes 
and they gave us one extra episode that happens to be Din Djarin and happens to be Mandalorian, well, that's fine. Like, that's awesome. I'm here for it. I'm a thousand percent down for it. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, for anybody to describe this episode as filler has, has clearly never watched anything that Dave Filoni has ever done, because if there's one thing we know is that Dave Filoni does not do filler. Every episode matters. You just may not realize it. Yeah, no, and that's a really good point. So here's something, here's an interesting connection too. So we talk about like Marvel and what they do and how they integrate things and, and everything sort of makes sense. Um, so something the Arrowverse did, even if it was just one episode where the Flash went over to the Arrow or the Arrow went over to the Flash's show, you had to understand that episode. It made Arrow fans go, I guess I got to go over and watch that to understand what's going on now. Because when they picked, if you just picked right back up with Arrow season five and went into Arrow season six, well, there was one episode that was over in Flash that mattered. And you know what it does? It does pull people over. And some people say, yeah, you know what? I it, it, Like the story, they write it in such a way that it can still go forward and, and it's not whatever. This just started. And so this is a great crossover. It's a great way to do this. It provide it actually answers so many questions that we were thinking about for Mandalorian, uh, you know, season three, like the opening to it, I, like all these questions, the dark saber, the armor, uh, wh- where do we go? It is freaking nuts. What happens to Din? What does he start doing afterwards? It just gave us all of those freaking answers right here in the book of Boba Fett. And it's and it's it's fantastic. And like you said, yeah, maybe it was supposed to be six episodes. And they said, yeah, we're shut. We're going to make it a seventh. Uh, just so we can get this episode in. So we, we're bringing people, if you like The Mandalorian and you want to know what happened there, now everybody who is into that says, all right, I got to go over and check this out. I got to go see what this is all about. So, yeah. Yeah, a thousand percent. I just I just did the math. So WandaVision was the only one that got more than, I think, six episodes. I think it had eight. But Falcon, Winter Soldier, six. Loki, uh, I believe, was uh, six, or six. And so was Hawkeye. So again, we got an extra, we got an, an extra episode. That's fine. And... The Boba, like, first of all, let's get one thing straight. As much as, you know, Boba Fett was a character before any of this other stuff, Boba Fett was a side character in Star Wars. He blew up, everybody loved him, but where we're at in Star Wars now, he's still a side character to Din Char. The story, this whole thing, it's kind of like how, no matter how much you like Thor and how much you like Captain America and the Hulk and the Guardians of the Galaxy, the Avengers saga is about Iron. And that's just how it is. Like, we're, yeah. I'm sorry, but it is. He's the he's the reason we started, and he's the reason we're there, and he's the reason that Robert Downey Jr. carried carried the whole thing on his back. Yeah, yeah. It, like he's that emotional tie-in, and so although, like you said, you have they all have their own standalone movies. Great things happen, all this kind of stuff. Tons of heroes coming together. We'll have that. We'll have that all in terms of because um, I was brought up today. You know, there was there was mention of like Ahsoka's battle with freaking Morgan Elsbeth. Like those episodes matter and they are going to pay off later. Those characters will reappear. Some some of these things will will happen. Like we're going to grow these storylines. So, yeah. Yeah. Here's another point is uh, episode two, season two, episode two is the one that a lot of people were like, that was a filler episode. That's that's my that's the one where Grogu's eating the eggs and they fight the ice spider. How many times has the rebel pilot that we see in that episode shown up? Yeah. Yeah, he exactly. multiple times, and that's where he was introduced. So right. if that's all we got out of that episode, like it was fine. We also got a funny episode that was great, and it was fun, and it was interesting, and it was awesome. Um, real quick note here, and then we'll start diving into the episodes. But the so we saw him again today. The mm-hmm. other pilot, yeah. I'm blanking on his name, but Max, was with Max Boyd. Right. Max Boyd is the character who played. He was like the stunt double slash CGI blending. 
right. with Luke in episode eight of uh, Mando season two. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, so we had uh, Max Lloyd was in there at, at, at Lieutenant Reed. And I think the other guy, um, Carson Tiva is the name of the uh, Captain Ca- Captain Carson Tiva, who was there and Lieutenant Reed at the end. Those uh, pilots and that's right. Yeah, like they, they show up and so they matter. They they come back. And I don't know, man, for, for me that first of all, what, when he was there, I was looking at him. I was like, how, how do I how, this guy looks familiar? You know, and I was like, "Who is he? He's, he's someone special." And then, sure enough, I go look up Easter eggs, and, and it's freaking Luke Skywalker in this in this episode is is his body double, right? Uh, so that was awesome, and and that's the kind of stuff these things matter, and they all tie in. So, yeah, with that, I mean, let's let's do it. Let's dive into this this whole episode. Yeah, so we knew we were gonna get this, and we knew, you know, last week we got the um, we got the music there at the end. We're gonna hire some muscle. Um, I did make a prediction last week, right, off some leak that we, he would get a he would get a um, what was I gonna say a Naboo starfighter. We got that. We'll get to that. Um, sweet. So, man, as this episode starts out, and Mando right at the gate, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't, I did, I did not think we would not get Boba Fett this episode. I will say that. Yeah, I, I didn't either. I was, I was, I was this. I will say I was. I was expecting more Mando to come in, be there, and we'd get like a little clue. I was definitely not expecting like a full blown Mandalorian episode. I know. It's basically what we got. Which is awesome. <laughs> right. Which is fine. It's kind of like how Civil, you know, Civil War was an Avengers movie, you know, not just not a Captain America movie, right? Yeah, it's right. really more of an Iron Man movie. Uh, if you want to call it, <laughs> it right? It happens. It's how it goes. Right. So we start out, man, Mando has changed a little bit feels mm-hmm. like um he's wielding the dark saber and dude let me tell you one of the things first of all before we even start talking about like some of the things we saw this episode bryce dallas howard deserves and dave filoni for i think wrote this episode they deserve they were putting on an absolute clinic today because the episode was gorgeous every shot mattered it felt like the way star wars should feel um because right out of the gate we see mando tracking down a bounty and he's using the dark saber which was insane but as the Darksaber was heavy, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. Excalibur, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Exactly like what George said to Luke, right? And to Mark Hamill. It's, no, it's heavy. It's like Excalibur. Right. And man, he was just wrecking people. I'm bringing in cold, which is yeah. what we got. Right, which, yeah, was really cool. And I couldn't believe the his, his, his mentality had changed a little bit. I just felt like he was... Um, Hey, he's different. He he needed to get information. He was trying to get back to his people and just figure out like his way. This other the station too. I want to bring this up where, where we're at. This was really um, Glavis or Glavis, maybe is, is what it is. A ring shaped space station known as Glavis. And I think it's the first time we've seen anything like it. It looked like stuff from other sci fi. Halo. Halo. It literally, it literally looked like Halo. <laughs> And it's awesome. And I freaking love it. I'm, I was glad that it was there and it was, it was really cool. So people were saying we really hope to kind of see this again, see the station. Cause it's just, uh, I don't know, like to see a little space station floating around out there. It just felt like, you know what this felt like this whole episode felt like the, the, the expanded universe, my friend, it just felt yeah. like they did crazy things. They had the Ishi Tib in there that the alien that, um, that Din Djarin is, is like working for, you know, here on Glavis. And like the bird-like thing, bird-like 
character. By the way, all these characters that they're bringing in, like, yeah, there's a lot of stuff in episode four. There's a lot of different aliens, you know, species or whatever. But episode six has like the most like uh, Jabba's palace is full of creatures and different individuals. And so the issue tip is one of those as well. I, I just freaking absolutely loved this, this whole setup, the, the whole start to this. And he goes back to the freaking armorer, man. I that's the other thing. We didn't just get like the Mandalorian walking around. We got like Previsla. We got like uh, the the armor. We got everything. Was not expecting that. Was definitely not expecting to see the armor and Previsla um, in this. And then wow, as he goes, first of all, he hurts himself with the dark saber. He's cut. He Which goes we all down. think could happen more often, actually. Like right. This. Exactly. So he gets he gets kind of injured there. Uh, we see him limping around. Which is Really, really cool. And again, the cinematography, just like the panning shots back and forth. He's got to climb down this like pretty treacherous yeah. path to get down there. And he starts talking with the armor, right? And we're already melting down the Beskar uh, spear, which is insane. Uh, to, <laughs> to like to think about that we were that we were doing that. Um, then uh, he's talking to her a little bit, and you know, Previsla ends up challenging him. For mm-hmm. for uh, for the dark saber, you get a cool little fight after he begins training with her, and then she asks, "Have you ever taken off your helmet?" He says, "Yes." So the interesting thing here is, you know, one of the things we've been talking about towards the end of season two was, I almost feel like she would like sort of, I don't know, she still is like I'm in command, even though he has the freaking dark saber and legitimately won it in combat. Yeah, who does the armor think she is? Like, what what is going on with her? Because it, it it she doesn't seem to be. Also, like, it does it matter that much? I mean, he, I, like, she, she just sends him away. Like, it's just okay. You took your helmet off, and and you have to go. There's a way to repent. You can go to Mandalore, which is cool. They totally set up the fact that uh, Din wants to still be a part of this um this religious group right so this more more zealot kind of uh uh faction of the mandalorians probably descended from death watch or whatever but there's a way for him to redeem himself which made me think they're telling us what's going to happen in mandalorian they're giving us huge huge um right easter eggs here yeah so really interesting so there were some definitely some things dropped so we definitely got the whole you know the almost idea that because bo katan was given it it was like cursed right Mm-hmm. Uh, that it, like basically cursed Mandalore, which is definitely interesting. Oh, the flashback scene was absolutely amazing. You have you have a shot of it pulled up there. I mean, that mm-hmm. was like that was so 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 good, so cool. Um, so to sort of get that idea, talking about, and then she talked about we were on Concord Dawn, right? Yeah, when everything Concordia, yeah. went mm-hmm. Concordia, or excuse me, yeah. yeah. Um, when all this went down, so we definitely got some more. We definitely got some backstory in this which was right. super 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 cool i almost need to watch it again to kind of like re- and you know get out the old pepe silva you know uh always sunny in philadelphia map and like be right you know up there like mapping <laughs> you know mapping mapping stuff together to figure out all the easter eggs and connections just from that because then like the second half of the episode is so different uh to say to to say the least but my god dude i don't i literally had tears in my eyes when she was melting down the best car spear and she's like what should i make and we didn't see what it is he makes yeah she makes for him but it, it sounded like rings i think it's like if i had to take a guess i'm gonna say it's some sort of like chain mail right or it's, a, or it's like a necklace or something because there was a lot of um 
there's a lot of toys and stuff that came out that included like a baby Yoda with like a Mandalorian like necklace. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I don't know if that's the case, but just sort of sort of thinking about it. But I mean, Grogu was never said. It, no, he did say that. He did say yeah. Grogu. Grogu. He, yeah. He said he said Grogu. But obviously, they inferred to him a lot. I mean, he was he was kind of in this episode in Force Spirit, yes. if you want to say if you if you want to say so. And actually added a lot of weight to the episode because Din is like, I I'm, still loves him, man. He still yeah. he wants to go find him. More important than you could ever possibly imagine. Yeah. Real farm boy here, Anthony, saying chain mail. That's what, that's what I'm thinking is, yeah. you know, it's not that big. And then she ties the thing and it looks just like I, him. I, I was about to cry. I know, I know, man. It was, it was, it was awesome. So it made me think of like Mithril, like in Frodo or um, or Bilbo getting Mithril. Like they're they're smaller Hobbit-like figures, right? Who get something really good and protective. And it, and it seems like you know our little Grogu guy, if he had something that he wore underneath his Jedi tunic or something, you know, that like so at one point we forget that he wears it. You know, down the line, it's something he has, and it saves his life later on. I, I really feel like that's probably what was being made. We saw little chains dropping and, and it was awesome. You know, and the armorer said here in this episode too, that this was an atrocity. Like to have this spear made from uh Beskar was, was a slap in the face to, to, to their coven. So yeah, I, I thought that was cool. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I agree. It was almost like he was telling her all of these sort of, all of these sort of things, right? Like here's all the adventures that I've that I've gone on. Um, man, you know there were I will say there were some weird kind of things that happened in this. Uh, almost like I could see how somebody who, if you were watching this, you could get a little confused because first of all, he's he asked her what the he asked her what the the dark is made out of. He's like it's a bet, it's, and she's like, well, it's a, it's like an ancient Beskar. And then she mm-hmm. says that Beskar should never be used to make a weapon. And then she talks about how like Bo-Katan like tried to use blood as a claim to rule Mandalore, but it has you have to win it through the dark saber. And then uh, Vizsla is like, "This was my ancestral right." And I was like, "Okay, what? Like, hold on a second here. Like, <laughs> these things aren't like kind of adding up." Right, and I think that's the point. I think we're supposed to realize from that this group has a distorted sort of like they are going super old traditional way of the warrior uh way of the mandalorian warrior and and that's what death watch was and whereas um satine you know she decides to take a path of neutrality and peace in the clone wars completely taking them down a a different route almost like the way of the leaf like we have in, in wheel of time you know something totally different and then her sister is not really on on board with that either but yet wasn't as see they're all kind of split they're all they're all there's there's a wide sort of spectrum i guess as to where do you fall on this do do you go far left far right fall somewhere in the middle um so yeah i think that's that's what we're kind of figuring out about about this group is that because to not what i mean you are no longer a mandalorian because you take your your helmet off tell that to like bo you know like that's just that's not the that's not the case. But if you follow this this particular way, uh, I think Anthony was saying in the chat, right? Like, what's the way? I mean, what what is the true way? And really, what we need is for somebody to come in here and lay down the Mandalorian law for us, and then say, "I have spoken." I feel like that at that point we will know, you know, <laughs> where's Quill? 
So I was reading, oh God, and I, unfortunately I'm not on my, my big computer, so I can't have like multiple screens open at once. Um, so, um, so I apologize to whoever posted this on Reddit today that I can't pull up your, your thing. But uh, I saw this Reddit post earlier today where they were, they were making a huge argument saying that, that uh, Boba Fett is going to actually end up being the one to take back over Mandalore. In a way, almost like Maul, and that Boba is now establishing a crime family. And it's not like that's his plan, but that like will be his plan sort of going forward. Like some you know, things will, will happen to put himself in there. Exactly, because of this right here. Is Boba riding a Mythosaur canon, or will Din ride one in the minds of Mandalore? So Boba has already said mm-hmm. that he's ridden one. It, mm-hmm. I, to my knowledge, it only ever happened in the like Star Wars holiday sp- right. special. special. Yep. Right. And but so they've now sort of Boba Fett has said it. And I would not take anything that Boba Fett says as a lie, because Mm-mm. the way they've changed Boba Fett definitely doesn't seem like something he would he would lie about. No. Right. Boba Fett's sort of sigil is also like a mythosaur. Right. Mm-hmm. And so he was making this this argument I was reading. I was reading. Yeah, it does have a mythosaur signet after all is that in the comics, Boba does actually end up at one point sort of ruling Mandalore. And so in the expanded universe, I should say, right. in Legends. So they're saying that this may end up being the case is that Boba ends up taking it because it doesn't seem like Din Djarin really cares. Like Din Djarin, I don't think, cares at all about being the rightful ruler of Mandalore. He was flat out like, here, take the sword. I don't want it. Right. Yeah, he just wants to be a part of this group. It's something he was a foundling. He's, he's in on it. I mean, uh, he... They talk a lot about Creed. He brings it up today in regards to Grogu and how, you know, I don't know, like like, like his feelings towards Grogu and then what Grogu would need to do would be to, to become a Jedi. He'd have to kind of forego all attachment, which is interesting. The armor seems to know a lot about a lot of things. So who she is is actually a really big deal. And the fact that, that she doesn't have a family, we don't really know, I think is going to be a huge freaking deal. But um, I... I get you. I actually think I think Boba Fett too. It's it's to some regard whether it's like uniting everybody underneath one group. I mean, I don't know. I've tried to figure out this tribe of of sort of um of of Mandalorians, and it's like they're down to three now, right? They they all sacrificed yeah. themselves to save Din. Crazy. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. And what's going to be really interesting going going forward is you almost see Din has really been being sort of challenged by this religious zealotry. Remember Bo-Katan sort of says it. And I feel like Boba Fett, I feel like Din and Boba are going to have a conversation, you know, in one of these next two episodes, that's going to kind of give you Boba Fett's kind of way of, of like, and that he's already presenting this new way to finish. Like we're done being bounty hunters. We're, like, we're above that. We're better than that. I'm tired of doing this. I think Din is going to go his own way, too. And that's, that's the whole deal. It's like, this is the way, right? This way of the way of the, of the Mandalorian. So I think it's all about, no, you're just kind of your, yourself. And on, in an odd way, as I kind of think Mando, a lot of Mando's arc that we're going to see is actually going to kind of be like what Boba's arc was in the expanded universe in that like Boba kind of just ended up being himself. And that's like kind of what he ended up doing. I actually think Boba's arc might change a little bit where he's either this big crime boss slash he may end up being the wonderful Mandalore. Cause I just don't think Din cares. Well, like the only thing Din cares about is Grogu 
And one, one last point here. Um, the whole Jedi attachment thing, like that's old school. And I, I think Luke's, I think Luke's getting, I think Luke's getting rid of that. Yeah, I think, I think he could be too. Yeah. So uh, we got a Peter Griffin in here uh, talking about Grogu becoming a Mandalorian Jedi at some point, which a Mandalorian Jedi was mentioned in this episode. So I think that's likely. I think that's definitely uh, they dropped that for a reason. And then you have him being trained by Luke Skywalker coming back. And like you said, Matt, yeah, the whole attachment thing, the new Jedi Order stuff. These guys are fans. I mean, th like what what they did with Luke and what actually happened in the expanded universe was OK. I, there was various writers doing different things, but they worked together. They still collaborated similar to how they coll they're collaborating on the High Republic. There was collaboration on, on, on a lot of those projects. So. I, I still think it was well thought out and there's still really good ideas there that they, that they could use. Um, but uh, yeah, I, so I'm, I'm kind of all for that. Also, I want to mention real quick too, just so we know um, Well, no. Okay. You were talking about Boba Fett. You're talking about Boba Fett and how he could become the new leader for both factions, for all groups, for everyone, just by being himself. Because you know what? I don't give, I, I, if the armorer wants to sit there and pretend like she can, she follows the way. And if you take your helmet off, you're blah, blah. Boba Fett's going to pull out a blaster or the freaking, if he gets the dark saber and he's going to say, try me. I don't, I don't, I don't come at me. You know what I mean? He it's, it's over, man. It's over kill master. It's done. Like he will literally, I think just step in and be himself. And that is sort of the thing in Legends and, and in the expanded universe was he just was. You looked for a strong leader, someone who was just like, no, I'm not changing because you say some weird cryptic, you know, thing and you think you follow the way of the Mandalore. And I'm not going to follow Bo, you know, Katan or whatever. I'm just going to do my own thing. And I think that power and the way that he walks and, and guides his, governs his life, that also could be the same thing that Din Djarin starts to figure out. Maybe he's teetering back and forth between two things, learns it from Boba Fett, and then goes about his business and does his thing. But I don't know. He, right now, he's definitely still on, um, he's still trying to be a part of the faction known as the Children of the Watch. Yeah, exactly. Um, so let's we'll move on because we're going to obviously come back to like so much just Mandalorian predictions and everything. So he ends up, you know, winning the fight against Vizsla and he, you know, totally took his mask off and so he has to go redeem himself, the whole deal. This is where like the, the episode kind of shifts from like epic to comedy. And yeah. I thought that I thought that the second half or really almost like second two thirds of this episode were freaking hilarious. They bring in Kelly Mato, Amy Sedaris again, who is like a comedian. She's really funny. I, I love everything. I mean, first of all, Mando's flying coach, okay? Like, it's freaking He's ridiculous. flying coach. <laughs> I, that is honestly <laughs> – I, I know. I couldn't believe it. I could, he has no ship, man. He has no he has ship. No ship. He's, like, he's like flying coach. It's so ridiculous. And they set that up earlier in the Book of Boba Fett. Like, that was the thing. People were coming in on these big transports and stuff. It's like we – and actually, there's so many tiebacks, right? Because Anakin and Padme have to do that at one point. They have to travel as refugees, right? And they take R2 with them. Just, also, let me just say that the score in today's episode was oh. so sick because they took like the Boba Fett theme yep. and they blended it with the Mandalorian theme, but they didn't just like take the, it wasn't like last week where you just heard the full Mandalorian theme. Mm -hmm. um, not that they sound very different at all. Like they, they definitely sound distinct, but they're Star Wars and God, what's his name? Ludwig, the, mm -hmm. you know, he does yeah. such a great job at this, at this stuff. Um, 
but like they blended it in sort of with the way they've been doing the Boba Fett theme. And ah, it was just so such a such a cool way to do it. So we end up going in, we're at Pelimato's shop, and the rumors and leaks and everything of him getting the Star Cruiser were true. I freaking loved every second of it. They're building this ship. It's an old Naboo Starfighter N1, uh, but they're like custom rigging it, right? Yeah. Uh, flat out just it's it's a hot rod essentially and it was so cool and i love that ship it's my, it's my absolute favorite ship in star wars because i'm an episode one homer yeah and just to see them sort of hot rod it i thought everything with the jawas was freaking hilarious oh where just like oh they can get you anything literally anything and i like it's they do they do a few things there one it's funny because that is basically what the jawas do but at the same time it like sort serves as like a great kind of like story building technique later and that now the Jawas can just literally get us anything so it's like it's kind of yeah. like batman's utility belt where it's kind of like oh yeah we need this cool bring it in it works right. so right. just because the Jawas can get you anything great absolutely love it and yeah seeing him build it and then shave it down from yellow to just silver um so 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 cool and as then he takes off and i i lost it i was like oh my god this is my favorite thing ever we're going through Beggar's Canyon. Oh. Literally, the whole thing, if you line it up, it's literally shot frame for frame, episode one, the pod race. Um, yeah. You literally can see the ramp that he goes up and then he goes into outer then he goes and then he goes into outer space. And this is where something I thought was really interesting. He barely gets off Tatooine and he's immediately picked up by uh, Yeah, the, yeah, the New Republic. By the New Republic. So the New Republic is that much closer out there, which is something that Greek Karka had mentioned, talking about how, wow, the New Republic is even moving into Outer Rim and we don't want it. So this could be something that Boba has to deal with if he takes over Tatooine, is now you got to deal with the New Republic. Right. And this could be something that could cause him to be like, all right, well, I don't want to be in the New Republic. We need to go somewhere even further out, like out, Outer Rim or Unknown, which could be Mandalore. So I don't know. It's just as as like a potential if this that's the route they end up going. Then Bennett comes down, offers offers him money. He's like, Don't worry, it's on the house, but it will help me, which was sick. Mm-hmm. And uh, then he says we gotta go see somebody first. Now I know everyone's thinking he's gonna go see Grogu, but I kinda don't. Mm-hmm. I I don't know why. I, I I don't know. I just I just don't think we're gonna see him like I just don't think he's gonna go fly to Luke. And like we're gonna see Grogu. I mean, who knows? It's day flowing, but I don't right. know. I I feel like we're gonna we're gonna run into like I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe it's. Maybe they're gonna go get Mayfield or something. I just don't. I don't know. For some reason, I just don't think it's gonna be. It's gonna. It's gonna be Grogu. Yeah, I'm. Try, they're gonna try to introduce another character that's gonna be important for the Mandalorian season three. Like he knows a friend, and we're just gonna. You know, it's one of those things like. Obi-Wan out of nowhere, he, he and Dex are, are buddies, right? Where'd this guy come from, right? That's just what you do. You introduce a new character and 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 off we go. So it could be that. It also really, it it really could be Luke Skywalker and Grogu. I mean, that wouldn't, that way they just showed us Max Lloyd, who who was, you know, the, the body double and stuff. And I'm not saying they're going to bring back Mark Hamill. They've done the deep fake sort of technology stuff like, he got the counseling, got the coaching. I don't know. They might have the green light to just do more of that kind of stuff. And so I'm, I'm like, go for it. So to me, I don't know who we can speculate. We'll do a whole, a whole thing on, on who that, who that could be. And who do you guys think down in the comments? Let us know. We'll, we'll throw some of them up here, but 
Um, yeah, because I is he gonna bring freaking Grogu in on some fight at freaking Jabba's palace? Like, dude, it gets to be like this is where the quirky kind of like just you've got your your action figures and you're lining them up and and you just happen to have the Jabba's palace or maybe you've got like the Bright Tree Village little thing from back in the day. You've got those other other things in those locations so you put people who would never be there at those locations and fight because it's what you have in front of you this these are the toys that you're given to play with and they are doing a fantastic job just making stuff up and making these connections and just just having fun with this like yeah you don't have to it doesn't have to be and then they're just going for it matt they just flat out go for this kind of stuff and give us a whole episode of mandalorian or the mandalore and drop tons of of stuff with the with the armor and then grogu i i yeah. yeah, I think I think because doesn't he say I have to go pay, pay a visit to a little friend? And I think it's like, ooh, people are thinking little as in Grogu friend. But maybe I was wrong. Hey, maybe Timmy Ol maybe Timothy Oliphant's paying it is here because you can easily just ride right over to him. Hey man, helped you with that uh great dragon. Do you think you could help me out here? Right? Right. I mean, or you know, I could just see I could just I could see all kinds of stuff. I could as I could see freaking Bosk. I could see he knows Bosk and he goes and gets him and then they don't realize he's working for Boba. I mean, if it is Luke Skywalker and it's going to be Luke Skywalker freaking like and Boba Fett working against like this army of pikes, it would be the single most epic thing that's ever happened in Star Wars and we will all lose our minds. And, you know, I mean, I don't at that point, I won't know what to say. But again, that's what Dave Filoni does. So who freaking knows? Maybe he's going to get Ahsoka. Well, I, mean, I, don't, okay. I don't know, but I, I just it could be anybody. Right. So here, here's the thing, and I, not to drift into this too much, but like you had the magnificent legend or the the legendary characters in the sequels and you didn't use them right. You, you they d didn't work out. So like in this, you now can you can do things. You can bring in freaking Han Solo, Chewbacca, Luke Skywalker, Grogu, Bosk, all of these individuals. He could go see uh, and then anybody who we who we met in, in season one and season two of the Mandalorian, they're fair game uh he does say like my like a little friend but i think that might be to 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 how does he say a little i mean i got i have it right here i got this um i got to pay a visit to a little friend so i don't know it yeah again i mean that's a that's a common expression i just don't yeah i feel like because to me it feels like he's never he hasn't seen grogu right i don't know how he even knows where he is no, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, so I, that that leads that leads me to think that he's not. Maybe he's gonna go. Yeah. Um. Let me see here. Yeah. I mean, um. Some people saying here some muscle. Maybe he's gonna go get Bo Katan. Maybe yeah. he's gonna go get. Uh, hey, Bo, we helped. We helped you, Boba. We all helped you. Now you know. Unfortunately, this could have been something that was written. And they, you know, had to had to end up changing somebody else. But I would almost say this is where you bring in. This is where Cara Dune would have stepped in. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and and they've had to to change up who that friend was going to be. That's why I was throwing in the likes of Mayfeld or another another gun. Um, as you just brought up Cobb Vanth, it would be would be someone. I, I'm trying to think now too. Like uh, I'm thinking of little friend. It's just like because if if uh, if Quill were still around, we'd be we'd be talking. Like, is he going to go get him? Is he going to you know some little Jawa friend? Is it Grogu? Uh, we'd be playing the word little up in, in as far as like stature, but I don't know. So right, and it, you could all it could also be anybody that you can do in CG, or anybody that you can do it with like that's a droid. I mean, I mean, there's there's ton, there's hundreds of characters you could pull from 
Um, or you could just introduce somebody new. I mean, that's the other thing is it can, it can be a new yeah. character right. that, um, yeah. I, yeah. And so, yeah, a lot of people are saying Grogu. I guess my question though is, is it, is, is he bringing some, is he bringing somebody back to help or is he just going to visit somebody? Cause if he's just going to visit somebody, it definitely could be Grogu. Mm-hmm. But if it's, if it's, if it's someone that he's looking to bring in to help, I don't, I, that's where well, I don't. And actually, since it's the book of Boba Fett, right? He could just be like, so again, he's speaking and he says, but first I have got to pay a visit to a little friend, meaning like I will go away for an episode, right? Exactly. And then, and then he comes back at the end. Yeah. yeah we're we're not may even, not, we may not even see, little friend. we may not even see yeah. Mando next episode. Right. He's which just, I think would be good. I do think we need to yeah. do the story. Does the story, the story. Mando got his episode like that. It's freaking amazing. And it's awesome because it moves the whole thing for, but the, the focus now does need to shift back to, to Boba right. Fett. Right. Yeah. So this makes a lot of sense too. So the, the next episode is whether they're acquiring more muscle or someone else or who knows what, but uh, he will go and visit whoever his little friend is and he'll come back. He probably won't even mention who it is. And he's just going to say, you know, whatever I'm here, I'm ready. Let's do this. And Boba's already assembled his, his group. And he's like, all right, here's the game plan. And so that way, Mando can just walk in and we're already like, all right, we know what happened to him and, and, and we're good. Uh, those other characters, I think, are going to be recruited right off of Tatooine. They're going to be right here. So that will be great. We don't I know. Think, I think he's going to need somebody for his ship isn't very big. too. He can only get like one person other other than that. Remember, she said she hollowed out the astromech droid part. Right. So you could have a second person in that ship, I would imagine. Literally for Grogu, by the way. That's that's I about as big as it's 100 percent. It's 100 percent for Grogu. Yeah. Um, so yeah, he's gonna have to. He could only go get one person. Yeah. If he if if he's if he's gonna go bring somebody back as as muscle, who that is, I I don't. Right. That's that's gonna be speculation. But I I imagine that the next episode is gonna we're gonna the whole thing's gonna shift back to Boba. We may not even see Mando uh, in the next episode because I what I ultimately imagine is the next episode by the end of it. The Pikes have not only all shown up getting ready for war, but they've brought another champion, right? I guess yeah. if you want to use that word, or their muscle, and we're going to see somebody. And I would not be a hundred. As I'm almost willing to say, the way this whole thing's heating up, and it's kind of like Civil War where we're building sides. Okay, we're going to go get mm-hmm. you go get Ant Man. I'm going to go get Spider Man. I'm almost a hundred percent sure we're going to see Bosk at the end of next episode. Okay. Uh, almost, yeah. I, I'm like willing to go 99.99% boss is going to show up in the next episode. And why not? I think like literally there's the, like, that's exactly. So Boba Fett has his, the characters, the sub characters around him that he interacts with. And Bosk is one of them quite often. Um, so you've got Forlom, Zuckus, you've got other individuals out there. Den- Dengar, any of those people are likely. And Bosk is the most well-known. He's the most, um, I mean, he was kind of like number two out, out there in the expanded universe as far as as far as um, bounty hunters. So I would I would I would keep the idea open of Casca uh, Reeves. Um, That'd be cool. Uh, which is obviously I don't I always forget her real name. It's Mercedes something, but she's the professional wrestler Sasha Banks. Yeah. Um, who I think she was asked, "Are you in the Mandalorian season three? And she said, "No." Mm-hmm which could open up the possibility of her being in Book of Boba Fett. I believe it was her birthday, and I think Disney, like, tweeted and said, like, happy birthday. 
Dude, well, yeah. First of all, she better be back in it. Like, there's like, if she's on good terms with them and everything's going well, like, she's awesome. Like, that was that was really cool to see her in there, and I thought she was hilarious. So, um, it just, yeah, it was it was an extra layer. So, okay, you're you're thinking Bosk, you're thinking the Pikes are gonna bring uh, that individual in. You know, another one that I, it would be a bombshell. I mean, again, we talk about like they did this with Luke Skywalker. I don't know. Again, it's season one of the book about of, of Boba Fett. Uh, maybe it's only going to be a one stint thing or he's going to show up on other stuff. I have no freaking clue where it's all going. But they, if they want to drop some bombshells, it would be something like a, like like Akira. Because in the comic books, he he squares off one on one with her. Like the first the to set up the whole the whole comic book, uh, Crimson Rain, the whole start of it is she takes Han Solo's body from who? Boba Fett. Boba Fett and her have a history like they actually have fought. They actually went at it and and have talked and communicated. So I'm not saying she'd be working for the Pikes, but they could be working for her or something that could be the ultimate kind of reveal at the end. So, yeah, but the gladiator situation, I think that that door is open for a lot of different individuals. And I'm real excited to see who they who they pick for that, because that's going to be BK squaring up against somebody, you know? Yes, 100 percent. Yes. One 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 thousand. Uh, percent. So maybe it wasn't her birthday. I was just trying to confirm that, but I feel like I, I feel like I've been seeing people like tweet at her. I, I saw something too. Yeah, I, I did. Yeah. I saw. I saw. Yeah. Something. So, so there was definitely, definitely, definitely something yeah. um, about it. So, you know, it could be. It def, you know, definitely, definitely could be. It's gonna be. It's gonna be somebody. I almost. I. I feel like it, just the way they tease it, they're lean, we're leaning more on the line of somebody that we know as opposed to somebody don't somebody that we know yeah yeah well and that's the thing like like we keep bringing it up because the last because the last two episodes literally end on a cliffhanger in which they're like hey we're gonna get like i mean it's like hey we, maybe we should hire some muscle i mean Bennick says we should hire some muscle to get the mando theme at the end of this he says well i'm down to help i just gotta go get i gotta i gotta go pay a visit to a little friend now it could be um, it could just, again, it could be him paying a visit to somebody that has nothing to do like with this whole deal. And then we get a teaser of it at the end, like it's end credit scene of like this whole thing, like post credit scene. And it's like Din paying a, you know, maybe he's going to see Moff Gideon in prison because he has a ship now. Yeah. Or le- like to, to learn more about the dark saber and what's going on um, or, or what happened to it. Yeah. Cause because that's a conversation. See, t- to me, I felt like he, one of the reasons why he, you said he might go get uh, Bo-Katan or he might go get someone like that. I think he wants to learn more about what's going on. And also, like, he doesn't know the state of Mandalore. So if he went and spoke to someone, even if we don't know who that is, he's going to visit a friend. Whether it's Grogu or whoever, they're going to either provide information. He wants to redeem sort of his action of taking his helmet off. The show has just now created a way where he can do that. So if he wants to... Maybe help him get muscle. Maybe understand more about the dark saber. I don't know. I feel like he's asking for another challenge. If pre if pre Vizsla can just straight up challenge him to a fight, he's going to get challenged left and right. And I think it's called off early here, but I I don't know. That's and something, dude. Something is up with this armor because it's like your whole coven's been destroyed, and you're still like hardcore sticking to these rules. Like, how are you going to keep getting more people when it's just two people? Like. Din's out there yeah. doing it almost feels like Din's out there doing all this work for you. Yeah, I'm getting a little upset with the armor, to to, to be to be quite frank, because well, then you're no longer a Mandalorian. Don't are you don't talk to me like that. 
Yeah. Don't talk to me like that. I'm sorry. Okay. I, I have been out here risking. Shut the pharynx up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's just radical. Like yeah, that he does this one thing and it was literally to on, on a mission. It had to happen. Like she doesn't no context, no explanation, no nothing. And nope, sorry, you took it off. And, and that's, that's not the way. Why? Why can't you reveal your, your face or your identity? What's, what's so hardcore about not taking your helmet off? You know what I mean? I, it's just. Yeah. Maybe she can't take hers off because it's something we know. I mean, so here's a question. Now that we know a little bit more about the armor, is there anybody who we think it could be? Oh, gosh. Again, have, have we learned anything more? I feel so less inclined. You know, a long time we were thinking, oh, it could be Omega, it could be Omega. I think I'm still leaning towards like Rook cast. That was a big that was a big theory, just like to tie it into Maul and all that stuff. And and especially Bizla is the guy who's with her. And obviously they were sort of part of, you know, like the Death Watch and and mm-hmm. um, there with Maul. So that that's kind of maybe where I'm at a little bit more. Right. No, I heard, I remember the Rook cast situation coming up and uh, that individual being close to I mean, knowing more about the Jedi because of Darth Maul and the proximity uh, that she had to him. What, With Obi-Wan make, and Ahsoka and going yeah. up against them. And, yeah, what would make a lot of sense. And for us, you know, uh, for, for your kind of mainstream fan or whatever, if they, they don't really care. The Rook, the name Rook cast sounds cool. Like they'd be like, all right, cool. It's just this person, whatever. But we would all be like, oh, wow, we understand more of the connection and that's where they can do two things you, you can just make this throw out this really cool name and because that's kind of what they did right like by by throwing out tar Vizla and by throwing out house Vizla, that they they mentioned they name dropped those things and those things became Im- important um so yeah like mentioning thrawn in the mandalorian is a big deal if you never say it if you never get to that point where like you have to mention the names and put the vocabulary out there for folks to encounter it. Because if you only watch the main films and, uh, and, and you've never watched any of the animated stuff and you don't read any of the books, you don't know who Thrawn is and you don't care. Right. You're just like, okay, whatever. Now they've said, no, he's, he's, he matters enough that we're going to bring him on to the big screen. So, um, so let me see here. So, uh, potential leak. So what? He- be forewarned here. Cook, so cook, I really cook, love guys, spoilers. <laughs> hey, you can you can mute here if you want. Jordan um, uh, Mason um, is uh, he's a pretty prominent sort of Star Wars leaker on the Star Wars Reddit Star Wars leaks. Okay. Um, he in his review of today's episode, he has said that he has heard that Luke Skywalker will appear in the show. Okay. 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 Oh. What? Hold on, hold on. I don't. Me... I can. I cannot attest to his accuracy because I am not sort of familiar with him. BSL is big screen leak. They were the ones that. Um, well, then, uh, you know, ultimately, and then I think it was. Uh, I forget Bespin Radar or something. I always forget whoever it was that announced the ship. Um, they, um, I know, are pretty accurate. I know I heard their stories. Like BSL was one of the first people to call call out. Uh, like the Rise of Skywalker leaks, and it was almost like, remember, we did a big Rise of Skywalker mm-hmm. breakdown, yeah. and it was like pretty much exactly uh, what happened. Right. <laughs> and right. he was also one, he, he does everything, and he, he broke down uh, Spider Man No Way Home, and he was like pretty on the nose. Um, but I am unfamiliar with this 
sort of person. So I have, I'm going to have to do just a little bit of research here on the fly, but I mean, that'd be pretty sick. Yeah. Isn't it kind of, to me, I always think it's kind of funny that like you could be a guy right now who goes out and you're starting your leaking uh, career or whatever, not career, but you know, the idea you're, you're building your reputation. If you just make one call and that call ends up being right. And you just did it blind and you just call it right. And it happens. People are like this guy knew, you know? So I don't know. I mean, again, I have a, a screenshot up here of the guy, the, the double um, Max Lloyd, who in the Mandalorian season two, Max Lloyd Jones was the, the actor and yeah, he, he gets some, I mean, he's, this, this was cool. He, he was, he was in it. So I almost wonder if that was, let's say you got a leak that Luke Skywalker was going to be in it. Well, it could just be this, you know, that, that could be as far as like, this is just the stunt, um, or the, the body double. And that's as far as it goes, but Matt, you know, why not? I, I, I think having Luke in is awesome. See, my point earlier was that with the sequels, I got tired of the idea that, you know, well, we don't want to do too much. We don't want to take away from other characters. You're not taking away from anybody else's character by bringing in another character that we love. You're literally making us love that whole thing right. more. And I don't know why people say, ah, you're, you're, you're taking away from, from Boba Fett. No, Boba, you can't first. You can never do that. Boba Fett could never have had a show and hit the, the legend and lore and all the mystique around Boba Fett would never, you, it's already there. You can't. Right. First, I mean, yeah, for starters, we got, we've already gotten four full episodes of just Boba Fett. We yep. believe we're getting two more. Boba showed up in the Mandalorian. Right. And so like, we've already gotten so Boba Fett as was like made, made a significant character, you know, I guess, and Django in like episode two, Star Wars, you know, yeah. attack, attack, yeah. attack of the clones. Like they've done a, like they've definitely expanded on, I mean, on the character. And then all the clones are based off him, which we all never the knew. Clones. We never knew that if you just go back to the very, very original. So, I mean, it's not like he hasn't been expanded and, and, um, you know, given time. But I will say, to be fair, you know, this is a criticism that I do believe is. I believe it's it's warranted. If you are a Boba hardcore Boba Fett fan, and you're fine, I'm finally getting all these episodes just on Boba. I get it. I totally understand their their point, and and it, I think it, it's valid. I don't necessarily agree, um, but I I I get it, and that's that's 100 fine. I mean, trust yeah. me. If they if they did, hey, we're doing a full Qui Gon thing, and then one of the episodes is about Yoda, I would probably be kind of upset. So I I, I can see where they're coming from. Yeah. And to me, though, like, I think I think what people need to remember and I, I get it and that's fine and people can can rage about it and that's OK. But um, the whole point is like they build a show of which like without this show, like that's you, you're paying sort of um, this, this is what you have to do as, as a Boba Fett fan. You, I mean, like like it's it's interconnective stuff and it's and it's they're, they're just repaying the favor because really the whole Tython episode of the Mandalorian is about Boba Fett. I know. I mean, it's, to, be, to be fair, it pretty much is a full Boba Fett episode. Well, exactly. And so to, to my point, let's say you're bringing in a, a brand new character that you're making up, which was Din Djarin, the Mandalorian. They literally walked Boba Fett in on screen. It didn't take away from, I didn't feel like it. All it did was like, he's back. This is awesome. Din knows him. They're both exchanging, like they're fighting together. This character that I love is now fighting with this brand new character that I just fell in love with. Like, come on. As Boba Fett appears in half, of half the episodes of the Mandalorian season two, he's yeah. in, he's in. I mean, well, maybe not half, but he's in. Uh, 
He shows up at the very beginning, at the end of episode one, mm-hmm. right? And then he he gets his full episode. He's there when they go to attack the the like train, and yep. then he's there at the end at the final thing. I mean, no, he blasts away, but still sick. Right, he's still in it. He's still in it. He's still part of the team. And so that that to me, like like if Mandal if Mandal, oh, sorry, Din Djarin, if he's in this these next couple episodes, I we we kind of are speculating that we, he might not be in this next one because he's going to go visit this little friend. But if he's in the final one or whatever, that's that's fantastic. I think that's really good, and um, it just only it just makes it all better and more interconnected. They don't feel distant from each other, and it's a team. It feels like they're working together. The having uh, Bryce Dallas Howard in on this was huge. That was so cool to to kind of see that. I'm like, wow. Yeah, first of all, I mean, she wow, she's been crushing it. Every episode she directs is like just knocking it out of the park. Um, at this point, I, at this point, give her and Ron Howard. Like, I mean, heck, you know, just put them as a tag team because uh, I love Solo and obviously he's like an amazing, you know, I'm Ron Howard's like, you know, one of the best directors in Hollywood history. Uh, and you could just have God and she's like every, the, the more I see her direct, the more I think she's just absolutely amazing. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to find, so we have a comment up on the screen, just, just about like this title, you know, right before they drop the title. Um, it's about like, we're like five minutes in to this episode before the book of Boba Fett comes up on the screen and it says the return of, um, of Boba Fett. Yeah. I, I did. I didn't notice that the unusual or unlikely allies. I did not. I did not see that. Not that I, not, it, nothing that I, I don't specifically remember it. So unless it was a closed there. caption thing, you know, like sometimes with closed captions, you can get like this whole, like maybe they were uh, describing if you had that turned on, that could have been a, a thing. So I've, but um, oh, on the rewatch, maybe, maybe it was early on, uh, Peter. Maybe it was he said on the rewatch, he couldn't find it either. But like maybe early on, I guess sometimes right when they release it, they change stuff. And and there's things that they have to look look at and find, you know. So, um, yeah, yeah. yeah close yeah. captions sometimes can can give you a description that might have been the, the thing or something. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, so as on a scale of one to ten, what would you what did you give today's? What did you what did what did you give today's episode? uh buddy it was it was like beggars canyon back <laughs> beggars canyon back home. one of my favorite like i i my friends always growing up like i used to like bullseye womp rats with my t16 back home they're no bigger than two meters the whole the, all those those old episode four uh mentions or quotes so to hear beggars canyon to see us go back through there again uh to to get all of this like the the episode one feels too, so the tie-in, but it just all felt good. And so, yeah, man, it's all it's 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 above a ten. I don't you, you could you could say eleven, you could say twenty, you could say a hundred. I don't know where you stop. Oh, you know what? Uh, I think it, I think it's like I, I I think he's actually correct. The unlikely allies, I think, is part of the episode description. It's like an unlikely ally emerges. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I got gotcha. you. Right, right, right. Yeah. So that's yeah. So that that could be there. Yeah, but but all of the mines have been destroyed. I, you know, um, are they? Are have they? All, no, have they? Matt. No, Matt. Can I can I tell you something? You know, it's crazy. Guess where the armorer was when this all happened? Not on the planet. Right. So how like, do they know? Not there, dude. So also, yeah. why are you? Why are you? See, see, something doesn't add up here. Yeah. Why are you going to send Dinjar into a planet that you think could be extremely dangerous? Or destroyed when you just found out he has the dark saber. So clearly, the dark saber do- just doesn't seem 
she either knows he's going to be fine or there's like there's just something going on there because I almost feel like it would have been like this means that you are like our rightful ruler and she would be wanting to be like I know she starts training him mm-hmm. but she seemed okay when Previsla was going to chat immediately challenges him and right, then she stops right. him she stops Previsla from killing him I don't know that she would have stopped Previsla from killing Dinjarin. Uh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and we yeah. Um, and I keep saying his name right. It's, it's Paz. I keep saying pre to. Uh, yeah, yeah, Paz. Well, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's me too. But that hey, by the way, that was uh John. That's that's John. John right. <laughs> like, dude, that's freaking. Odd. He's in there just. I mean, like going at it. First of all, the the vibro blades were were cool. The shield, all that stuff was 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 an extra layer. Uh, extra layer. I think you're right though. I think she calls this. You know, if if he's, I don't know, man. I can't really tell with her. I wanted to read something really quickly though, just about yeah. the. Um, so you've got the armorer here, and who is who, hailing from the planet Mandalore. So they do say that, right? The armorer followed the children of the Watch, um, a Mandalorian belief system which followed the way of the Mandalore. So during the New Republic era, she served as the Mandalorian armorer and the leader of the tribe, and resided within. Um, a covert on planet Navarro. But let's see. Yeah, forced to remain hidden following the Galactic Empire's great purge of Mandalore. I mean, we just, I don't know, man. I don't know that she, because she said in today's episode that she was not from there. She wasn't on there, right? Let me pull it up because it was a little disturbing to me because I was like, how do you know any of this stuff about Mandalore if you were on the moon next to it? You know what I mean? Yeah, I know. How 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 does she? The armor is adding up less and less. Um, I just before think... before I almost sort of not. I didn't. I don't. I don't trust her belief system, but I at least trusted her as an ally to Din. But now I don't think that I. She's do manipulating trust things. her as an ally to Din, and I question her. I, I just I question her. Hey. Her reason, her reasonings, because it seems like, hey, you just, you just found the dark saber, which is like the end all, be all thing. Right, right. I almost feel, I, and he brings up Bo-Katan. I almost feel like you could be like, well, with the dark saber, we can prove that Bo-Katan is. I mean, she kind of goes into a little bit, just hey, you know, yeah, I don't add up. I, well, something's hey, so, right, something's so fishy. She's part of a smear campaign against Bo-Katan. That's exactly what she is. So. Now here's something too. So when he brings up Moff Gideon, so Din Djarin brings up Moff Gideon and that he, he didn't kill him. That was what was asked, right? So Paz asked him, did you kill him? No, but he was brought in for justice and for crimes and he was arrested. He defeated him and, and the new Republic has him. And he says something to the effect of like th- that they're going to bring him justice. Right. And she literally says, we, uh, we shall see about that or we'll see. And it's like, what are you talking? What, what do you mean? We'll see. Like it, it, it's it's like, what does she know? Does she know something, or is it just like she literally? Also, or I think what? she also said she didn't say House Wren, but she did like bring up like another like house, like prominent house. Gave it, didn't she say something? It wasn't like the she what, might have. What was the exact verbiage she uses in that in that scene? Oh, I think I got the closed captions on them, and I'm just kind of clicking through. Um, this is where she's she's got this bit. Also, what what is she pouring into? She's got like some special water. 
Dude, it looked like the thing in Harry Potter where Dumbledore is like you stick your face in and you get to see the memories. Yeah, I don't know what that is. Is that some sort of fuel or something? Look like some special uh, hokey, hokey water business going on there that I'm that I'm all for. But yeah, right. Uh, yeah, based purely on blood and the sword you now possess. So that's so she was trying to stake her claim based purely on blood and the sword that you possess. Uh, Bo-Katan was born of a mighty house, but they lost sight of the way. Um, they lost their way and we lost our world. Let's see. Oh, yeah. Had our sect not been cloistered on the moon of Concordia. So like she might have been born on Mandalore, but she was on Concordia when this all went down. So. Right. So so when they're destroyed, so they weren't there. They weren't when, there. They don't know. So that was during the Great Purge, not when Mandalore is turned to glass. Yeah, only those see, I don't know that Din doesn't know that. Right. Um, yeah, I don't either, man. I don't know exactly what uh, uh, she knows too much about the force. He's talking about loyalty and solidarity being a part of the way. Hold on a second. Hmm. Yeah, a lot of this don't add up. And he's trying to be loyal here. Like, I don't. I don't know, Matt. I just don't know that because even so they're children of the watch, but death watch removed their helmets. Hold on. Let me click on the, uh, let me, let me click on this. I know, but I, I, the thing I could see is that let's say, let's just say, for example, that she is rope cast when Darth Maul gets, you know, when Ahsoka beats him essentially, and Mandalore essentially falls. We don't know. We don't really know what happens in between in between Clone Wars and Rebels, um, except that like Bo-Katan at some point is going to take it back. But she seems to know that Bo-Katan had it at some point. So it seems to me like because I think the last thing we know about Rookcast is like she gets and I, I, again it could totally be somebody else. But that's who my sort of money is on if I had to pick somebody because it just seems like the the mall you know sort of spikes on her helmet and the ties to Death Watch. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let me let me let me go over this real quick. So the the way of the Mandalore, which is the the religion, followed by the children of the Watch. So they're the children of the Watch. They're following the way of the Mandalore. And uh, she describes, so uh, Bo-Katan describes the children of, of the Watch as a cult who followed the way and sought to reestablish the religion, like that particular religion inside of the Mandalorian culture. We have many religions in our world, right? You know, um, so yeah, so that particular re religion, the way of the Mandalore, had fallen out of mainstream Mandalorian society and become considered ancient by the time of the New Republic. So they're bringing this back. And there are other orthodox members of mandalorian society that might practice it or follow it but the children of the watch are the one group that we know of the way of the mandalorian the way of the mandalore involved protecting fellow mandalorians but also wearing a helmet at all times mandalorians who did not follow the way also went out of their way to help uh fellow mandal i think it means mandalorians who did follow the way also went out of their way to help fellow mandalorians a major difference 
um, between the two groups was the way stated that if a Mandalorian removed their helmet in front of another living being, they were no longer permitted to wear it. That was one of the things, right? At first, it was just you couldn't wear it anymore. Uh, the Mandalorians who adhered to the way would state this is the way and then follow its ideals. Um, Mandalorians not of that creed would treat followers of the way with scorn. In turn, the followers saw those individuals as not being true Mandalorians. Dude, that's just crazy. It's, it almost gets into this whole idea of like, right. if you like, you're either a, like, there are, there are many Christian, like, you know, the Christian faith is exactly. sub denominations. It's insane. Right. Right. Okay. Interesting. Uh, I don't know. So, yeah, because I think she's preserved. And it almost feels like, as you said, she's almost wanting to preserve her identity by following this this particular way to stay in hiding because of, of fear from Moff Gideon, the Emperor, uh, Bo-Katan. There's, there, there is an identity drop that's going to happen with the Mandalorian. That's a, that's a big deal. And I think she's using this faith or this religion because they call themselves the Children of the Watch. And I guess my point is, that even the that name means that they were an offshoot uh, subdivision of of right. They're yeah. like Southern Baptist as opposed to Baptist. Right, right. You've got yeah, you've got the overall Baptist, and then you've got the Southern Baptist. But to me, the overall Baptist then would be like your Death Watch group, and so they're they are the children of that group. So they are after it, or they once, you know. So, but to me. So then, so then theoretically, maybe it, maybe she, maybe they are quite literal in the sense that they are children of the watch of, of members of the watch or something like that. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a little thing, but they've, what they've done though. So, have a kid. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> but let, like, let's like, so the death watch though, just to get this correct, they did not follow this religion, the way of like strictly, they didn't strictly follow it with the helmet adherence their children in the subdivision felt like they needed to. And that kind of makes sense because, and, it, and again, it seems like they established this like between, I, I don't know, sometime after, after mall takes over or things start to go bad or sometime before their destruction, they're starting to say, okay, we're, things are looking bad. We need to turn to the old ways, which was not necessarily what death watch was doing. And so they've just gone, you know, as extreme as they can go because they feel like that's the best thing to do. Or the leader of this whole little group um, is trying to hide her her identity in, in some way. And it's making this a huge deal. Yeah, I, I, I'm almost a few, uh, man. I, I feel like she's serving someone else. Don't you think? Yeah, I mean. Because it just seems like. Uh, I don't know, man. It just felt like here's Din Djarin with the Darksaber, which is like your rightful claim to Mandalore. And it just, I mean, if it, it didn't, it didn't feel as like we've been talking about this moment. I thought there were, I thought that moment was going to be like a big, massive deal, but it just didn't, it didn't like the way she was talking about it didn't feel as massive as I sort of thought it was going to end up being. Mm hmm. Yeah, no, it, it wasn't. She just lets him walk away, too, with the Darksaber, which is interesting. So if he's not a Mandalorian, if he's no longer a, Mandalor a Mandalorian, then why are you letting him walk away with that armor? Like, you maybe, know, what maybe, maybe, hey, Maul wasn't Maul wasn't a Mandalorian, but he had the Darksaber and she, they they Death right. Watch respected that. 
Right. And so the other thing, though, when Din walked Although because in, I don't think they had any chance of killing Maul in a one on one right. battle, which is why we think Boba Fett will like regardless of what your religion or your, your belief is, they're going to follow a strong leader. So someone who can do all these different things and actually can can prevail. I think right now the armorer just believes this is the way because everyone else has failed and there's nothing else that's working. I think if she saw a different leader in a different way or a different person, she would follow it, I believe. But they're resorting to this old fashioned way because everyone else is failing around them. And, and that's that. Now, one more thing too, when Din goes in and he sees um, Cobb Vanth, he said, take it off, right? Like, like, what, like take that armor off because you're not a Mandalorian. So I feel like if Din removes his helmet, why aren't they saying take that armor off? Now that could just be a, a like a you know inconsistency or something. But like if Din felt that the children of the watch responded that way, like you're you're illegally or you're wearing Mandalorian armor and you're not worthy of it or something, she does give him a way to kind of repent. Um, uh, Paz says <clears throat> he Paz calls him an an apostate, an apostate, right? Right, right. Like almost like a, I. Uh... A heretic, a person right. who renounces a religion. Um, backsliding heathen. A backsliding heathen. Now, amen. Amen, brother. <laughs> a, a defector, <laughs> someone who's totally turned sides. So he says that, and it's like, do, are you guys kidding me right now? This guy has literally been trying to follow the way as strictly as he can. And I mean, you know, like, I don't, I just don't know. Like if it meant, you know, Paz, if it meant take your helmet off or the armor is dead and, and you've got like that, that choice to save the arm. I don't know, man. Like it just, it just seems crazy to me. And, uh, I'm surprised they let him walk away with the dark saber. And I'm surprised that they let him keep his, his armor, unless they have sent him on a path of redemption, which it seems like, that's the case because she doesn't say she just says this is the way i think when he says that the uh that those minds are those whatever so uh real quick so um the next episode i believe uh remember we were we know that dave filoni directed an episode i think next week's episode is the one that he i think robert Rodriguez is doing the final one we knew so that means that next week's is the one that dave filoni is directing so just keep that in mind okay Okay, okay. Okay, God. According to Creed, one may only be redeemed. Um, oh shoot, I just let me go back. Skipping ahead here too much. In the living waters beneath the mines of Mandalore. The living waters. Well, buddy, even if the surface was destroyed, right? Um even if there's a bunch of uh, surface issues or whatever, you've got underground caverns and water. I feel like he can go redeem himself. And I feel like he will uh, kind of put himself back in, in good graces. Now, let me look at this real quick again, can be redeemed in the, so what do you have to do? Just go in there and be baptized. John, the Baptist going to come out and take, take Din Djarin in there and just, just put him under. Like, I mean, could you imagine? Yeah. Yeah. Almost like baptism. Yeah, maybe. Um, if we get a scene with some prophet down there, again, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, not, I'm not, not paying attention. Sorry, I have to use my phone as my second screen today because I, oh, I'm, I'm on vacation here. Um, 
So again, and just trying to look at potential, you know, leaks and stuff like that. So as I don't know, man, I'm starting to think. I'm starting to think next week's episode might be way bigger than they thought. Ahsoka? And, no. Remember the other rumor? Remember the other big rumor? And this was from like credited leaguers, including I believe BSL. Uh, uh, guys, go ahead and mute. I give you. We're gonna give you a count to five. We've talked, we've, we've talked about this before. Is um, three, two, one. What you say, huh? Remember, we've talked about. Remember, there's a lot of leaks and rumors that we would see oh, a young yeah. Han Solo. The next episode, you think? Maybe. I mean, what, okay, let's just say let's uh, let's say Luke. Or let's say let's say that Din Djarin does go to see Grogu. Let's just say that it's Dave Filoni, the one who's directing it, which to me now like kind of changes everything because now I think it is full on because this is the same guy that like there's no way he's actually going to bring in Luke Skywalker any freaking day. There's no yeah, way he's going to do that. Oh, he freaking did. Yeah. So what if next week he goes to what if he goes to see Grogu who's training with Luke, right? Luke, you know, less about attachments and everything. And what if he's there and we see like a young Han Solo, and he's got and he's got like a young Ben? Because remember there was a ton of rumors before this whole deal that there would be massive sequel tie-in stuff. Remember that we were saying possibly Maz Kanata. So what if next week? He goes to and he wow. finds he find, he finds goes to find Luke and Groku, and wow, we get like a little flash and it and it was like, and it's and it's freaking, Luke is there with Grogu, yeah. and we have and and like and, and like he's Luke when we get to when we show up Luke is talking to his old buddy Han Solo and he's got a young little kid that's Ben Ben Solo. Let me tell you what I would say, I would, I would say <laughs> if if Luke shows up. And Han shows up, and Ben Solo is there, and Chewbacca's. I'm a, ah, ah, like I'm literally gonna be pulling a freaking, uh, just, just. I mean, I don't know. That would be, that's the gold mine you're sitting on. There's literally no reason. It's printing money, and it's also not just printing money. It's making good Star Wars. I'm sorry, the printing money should come second because that doesn't really. When you when you make good Star Wars and you just do a good job and and you use these characters and like this feels. Like, I don't know, it, it feels like um, everyone who spent all of those years in the 80s and the 90s and, you know, even all the way through the, the through the prequels coming up, but especially in the 90s, when all of that material was coming out, your comic books, all of all of your novels, like it feels like it's all being brought to life. The video games are coming to life like they're all of these things are and th they, these guys were fans of that stuff. They were. That was good material. It was good stuff. So like the expanded universe is now coming to life and you're going to actually bring in like you've made us, you've made the Mandalorian. You have a whole group of Mandalorians that matter. You have the armor who is super cool. You've got a little freaking Grogu, which is the biggest game changer in Star Wars that Yoda and his species continues on. And there's freaking Grogu. And now you have you're doing the Boba Fett thing. You're back in Jabba's palace. We know what we know what happens after that. You can't change it. Jabba was killed. The huts are cool. There are more of them and we can use them and we can build up another like the cousins or, or the twins or whatever um, are, are really cool. But yeah, someone's going to fill that void and they are just doing a great freaking job. So I tell you right freaking now, I would I would absolutely love to see Ben Solo, Han Solo, Chewbacca, Luke show up the whole nine yards. Just go for it. I mean, right here as big screen leaks uh, a few weeks ago said the hot member. We talked about this. He's the guy who he's the leaker that's been really accurate. Said Han Solo will appear in the book of Boba Fett. 
Jesus, guys, d yeah, d don't don't come to our live streams if you don't want something. If you don't want to know what's going to happen, um, that is that is wild. I mean, you know, we could have guessed the man. Like we could guess Din Jarn was was going to show up. Um, I guess besides Din showing up, have we really? What else have we really? So Peli Mato was cool. We could have guessed that. Um, I think we're probably right on Bosk or someone else showing up or one of the other Boba Fett right. bounty hunter situations. The one though that the what you just said, the Luke Grogu was mentioned. I mean, essentially Grogu right. was was mentioned. It could just be Han. It could just be Han. Yeah, which I which I would be awesome. Just God, just have. Just I don't think. Him. I don't. I don't yeah, Han, I guess, Han's enough. Han is is is, is, right. is far and away enough because it makes sense, Matt, that he would. Like Luke Skywalker is not going to come help freaking Boba Fett out on a fight and then or let Grogu go. I mean, he's going to go visit him, have a good time, and that's that's all that's all well. Han Solo might actually be back at this old spaceport. And Han, 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 makes, so, Han, Han makes so much sense because it's like, hey, dude, he owed, he still owes Jabba a bounty, but Jabba's dead. Maybe Boba Fett's going to be like, I want my bounty. And, yeah, you know, but if Boba sees Han, hey, man. We've had some, and you get that Han Boba, that first time Han sees Boba Fett after the whole deal, that could be, and yeah. I feel like, I feel like this new sort of reformed Boba Fett, right, would be willing to put it all behind him. Because again, he, hey, we both had jobs. It's just literally what he said to Black, to BK. Right, yeah. No, no, for sure. And that will be interesting to see because it was, if Han Solo shows up, it was Boba Fett who put him in carbonate. And, and so I, I'm trying to think of why Han Solo would be here, but there's a ton of reasons as to why he would just stop in. He's on a job, he's on a run, and he's got Ben with him. That would be that would be I fantastic. Mean, right, because you could you can easily explain the idea that Din Djarin could know Boba Fett and that Boba's a smuggler or know Han Solo because Han's a freaking smuggler and Din Djarin's well, a bounty hunter. I mean, like the likelihood that these two have crossed each other is incredibly likely just in the first place. Here's something else too. So let's say they're all talking and stuff and, and they get back in Peli Mato's in the episode and she's just like, all right, yeah, you guys go do your thing. I got to go work on a, on, on a YT 1300, you know, freight or like the millennium Falcon gets and Boba's like, hold on. I know that ship. That's, that's it. Where, where is it at? Docking Bay. What, you know, and she, and well, I, I'm just, I'm hired on a, on a thing over there. I got to go over and, and do it. And that's our lead into he's here, right? She knows. And Boba's like, let's go talk to him. He's an old, it's almost like one of those when Han was like going to see Lando. He's like, yeah, I know him from back in the day. And then he's talking to Chewie. He's like, well, I'm sure he's forgotten all that by now. Right. He's over, he's over. That's what these crime guys, that's what these kind of smuggler bounty hunter types do, which is, Hey, get over. It. It's part of the job. It's part of the trade. So that's very likely. And it's, it's, it's easy to see that happening for sure. So, yeah. And again, we've, you know, the thing is, is like, what I do, do I want to see Luke and Grogu? Yes. I do feel like that would be better saved for, Mando season three to give it like its own group because again to be fair this is still the book of Boba Fett I know we did get a whole Mando episode and like I do want the, it to finish being Boba Fett's thing but if you're going to bring somebody in him Boba Fett seeing Han again is a much better story for Boba especially this newly reformed Boba than it would be him seeing Luke yeah yeah interesting like, if, I don't think Luke would be coming back obviously but like for Han to come back in and do some do some stuff would be would be epic. Yeah, it would. It would. Uh, Peter Griffin up here on the screen talking to us about the idea that Han and Leia 
um, were once possibly friends or talking to Kira in the in the comic. I don't think it's actually come up exactly yet, but there is going to be a time where we're I think she just spoke to Leia in the comic. I don't know if the new one has come out yet. So it is interesting. I mean, I always think it's kind of funny that Leia uh, that Han had a girlfriend before Leia and was romantically involved with that individual. So like if he's is there, here another, and, is there another kid we don't know about? What is Disney doing to my traditional family, you know, Star Wars? I, I just don't know what's happening. And it, traditional, I'm totally kidding around, guys. Um, so, yeah, that would be interesting if they do that, because we don't really know exactly. What, what Matt and I just did a whole freaking episode on on the sequels and why Ben Solo turned to the dark side or why we don't know why he did turn to the, you know, the whole thing. Like, it just doesn't make sense. Um but if we're going to, you know, bring him in here and he's just along for the ride, it would be interesting, especially if he's sulking or he's sort of like he thinks his father's weak and foolish already. <laughs> you know, who knows? But, yeah. So so let's just so let's just say for sake of argument that Han will show up at some point, because, again, there's a lot of ways this whole thing can still finish. I'm still I, I guess I don't know. Are we going to see I, I think what's most likely in the next episode is it, the whole thing shifts back to Boba. But we get like a mid credit scene with Mando going wherever it is he's going. Could be on world, could be off world. And then he's going to come back, like, you know, save the day type of a thing. Things are looking bleak for Boba. They're getting surrounded. Right. And then he comes back in and he's got a higher gun or something with him. And then maybe that's where you bring bring in, like, say, a Han Solo. Like yeah. you're quick, almost like Luke showing up. One, oh hey, there's oh, geez, one freighter and all these people. Well, that freighter happens to be the yeah, American yeah. uh, Millennium Falcon. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That would be really cool if they if they did that. And I think that is a good way. If if Han were were a part of that team that he brought, because then it's not really Bulba going after Han. Although I think it's still likely. Like he still could say, hey, let's get over this, let's bury the hatchet, and let's let's move on. Um, you fought me, I fought you sort of thing. But if he, if he comes in as a part of, you know, Din's group and helps out, then that would make a bit more sense too. And then he would just be like, all right, cool. So we're, I don't know if they're even at that point or what, what the whole deal would be, you know, there, but yeah, or even, even if Han, oh gosh, I know the rumor is that Han is, is, is coming back. Cause I'm still thinking about Chewbacca. It's so easy, not easy. But um, too easy would, for easy because you 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 grab a costume and you make some noises. You don't have to. Yeah. Like, hey, well, and they'd hit up they'd hit up Jonas and they they the guy who's been in it and they'd say, "Hey, you, are you down?" He would be down. He would he would definitely pop in. And he's been pretty active on social media, by the way. Just so you know. Oh, it, 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 social media explodes. Yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, I don't know, guys. Like, what do you guys think? We're gonna see possibly a you know um a Han Solo show up and then. Would Ben Solo be there as well? I probably not Leia, although we've had the New Republic out here. But like, it seems like they've been away doing some stuff. And there's been a separation between the two, so maybe they maybe we get some more understanding on that. Matthew Perry said in the comments here too that it's like the sequels didn't give us enough context for Ben, and we don't really understand why he felt like his father was weak and foolish, or why he didn't get on with him, or or what the deal was. And it's going to be weird if he's out traveling with him too. It probably will just be Han, but still, I hope Ben is there. That's a you want those sequel kind of tie-ins. Or if in this episode Han says that he's struggling or something's going on between him and Leia, okay, well, then there's that. Or maybe he's struggling with Ben and how to, you know, deal with the whole hokey religion stuff, you know? So Yeah, I, I agree. So so I mean so what okay, so what are your 
I guess what what do you think it is? What do you think what do you think the next two episodes? How do they sort of play out? Uh, okay, so next episode, I like your idea of before we get the title, do you do show us some Mandalorian stuff? Although I feel like it could just be as simple as as um, Benick is there and he he flies off again. He has his ship now, so he can go do that. It's a we know it's a fast ship, so he'll get back quick and he's gonna go make a visit. We're not gonna know who the visit is from and then um the episode continues on bennett goes back to boba fett the pikes what we have to see now are the pikes take over like we need an episode where the pikes actually start to dig in take some ground takes to take position all that kind of stuff which then we're like all right this is not good maybe people are looking to boba like what's going on madam garce's place gets overrun or they're just all in there sitting and she's like uh uh-huh, kind of nervous like walk right. letting them all hang out right exactly so I feel like that happens, and then he's going to have some sort of uh, standoff. I don't. I think we learned that in the last episode before this one that the Boba Fett um, kind of flashbacks are over. The, they, they they caught us up, and they said that those are over. Not that they might not ever come back, but for now, for this season or whatever, they're they're over. So uh, it's just all about modern time here. What's going to happen? And I think his biker gang is going to be plotting, planning. I think. The individuals we saw, the, the, the Java's captains, the um, the Aqualish, you had the Trandoshan, they're going to show back up and they're going to say, hey, things are bad. We need your help or some sort of communication. And then, oh, yeah, I forgot about the Tuscans. Yeah, we still need the, the, the warrior Tuscan and the kid to show up at some point. Uh, maybe the end when it looks like, okay, that would be cool to get extra help because I feel like there's not enough muscle. I mean, Din Djarin is what I was about to say was that there's not enough um, and that we will need more people. So the Rancor. The, the Rancor is a big deal. Yeah. The Pikes are running in here with a lot of different folks. And right now you just, you have Boba Fett, BK, Fennec, about four, was there four biker or five gang. biker gangs? So we're up to eight. Den makes nine. And then but if you throw in guards. Two Gamorian guards, so we're up to 11. Okay, God. Uh, and then from there, my God. Those Gamorian guards, by the way, have done some heavy hitting. They've, they, they've done a great job. First of all, the Gamorians count. The Gamorians themselves. First of all, Boba himself count. is like 12 people. I know. Not, it's not like 20. I mean, he's, like, he's exactly. a small army. Finnick is basically a small army uh, right. as well. BK right. definitely like a small army. So really, it's almost like we've got about 50 people. And yeah. then you count in the Rancor. Those Morian guards, those are like five or six each. So. Yeah, so, so we really don't – all we might need would be the Tuscan connection. I don't think we're going to go out and get a huge heavy hitter. And I've now shifted the idea because I thought, you know, Boba Fett might go get Bosk or somebody else, Dengar, all those things. Maybe he gets one more of those guys. I don't know. But I feel like more of them are going to show up on the opposite side. And it's it's this almost – because it it would recall a lot of the feels from the expanded universe when Bosk set off against he, he has this grudge this fight uh, with Boba Fett and if Dengar's his partner at the time or something else is going on that would bring back those old feels for a lot of us who read those books and who read the Mandalorian armor uh, the Bounty Hunter Wars trilogy all these different things that would be cool to see that so the Pikes are bringing in their kind of gladiators if you will their their hired guns. But yeah, that's and then it's just the setup for it. Um, the mayor, I think, is going to be interesting. The mayor is gone. So I think we're going to have another talk with him. And I think Madame Garza is going to be involved some way, like passing information and realizing that, oh, this is bad. Like the pikes are really not good for business, maybe. 
and maybe want things to return back to normal. So she and Max Rebo are setting up some underground situation where they're passing information over to Boba Fett it, because Boba Fett has found her to be uh, someone who wants to calm things and to and temper some of the anger in the room from, uh, you know, Chrysanthemum. So I, th- I th- she, she's awesome, but you got to have Madame Garza, you know, in, in every freaking app, ep- you know, Max Rebo making another appearance. I just feel like that's a cool little hub of socializing right. and information that needs to show up again. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, for me, I'm thinking, I think Din's going to go away and I think the Pikes are going to be invading before he gets back. And I think that we will, we'll see his, I think he's going to show up, you know, in next episode, episode eight, when things are a little, a little dire and we need, we need that backup to sort of show up and come in and start wrecking people and help sort of even the odds a little bit. We're still going to need Boba. Boba Fett to me has to have a one-on-one fight with somebody at the end using the gaffy stick. Cause that mm-hmm. was like mm-hmm. the whole deal making it. Um, does he end up fighting that Tuscan Raider? Do we end up, I mean, is there somebody he's going to fight like in sort of a hand to hand combat? Cause that seems like the whole deal, like the whole, this, uh, this whole Boba Fett arc has been like the pre arc is like him learning to be like a Tuscan. I just right. don't know that you, I don't know that he would, he's going to end up fighting that person. I just, I, so I do feel like he's going to end up fighting somebody with like a hand to hand type of thing. Right. Which would be, which would be really, really interesting and cool. I just and, don't know who it's going to end up. I just don't know who it's going to end up being, but I do think the Pikes show up and they're going to have their own muscle. Right. right? Cad Bane, maybe. Yeah. So that would be really cool. And, and if it is, as Matt said, I think, you know, you have two episodes left, right? So we're in five, six, seven. Yeah. Um, so if we have some sort of champion show up walking around town or whatever, both of these episodes are real quick as are probably my guess is they're not like 28 minute episodes. Both of these episodes, I think, yeah. are probably. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah, they need to be. They definitely need to be because I feel like you're going to have a gladiator like individual walking around um, who's menacing. And you need at least one episode to build up that big bad guy for a hand to hand thing. Because if it's just Boba Fett beating up a bunch of pikes, that's cool. But we really don't know. I mean, it's and that would be awesome. And, we, and I'd be down. But it does feel like he needs to face off against someone. Um, again, Mando had Moff Gideon. Right. And then that was his big sort of battle. So who is it for, for, for Boba Fett? Who's that, who's that big step? I thought it was going to be BK. I thought that's the whole point that they were bringing him in and he was going to be, you know, unless he, unless he switches sides or does some double sort of uh, deal here, but it doesn't seem like that's the case. So he's already fought him and been beat essentially, uh, even though they, they, they uh, keep him down with the rank and the rancor um, cage there and then release him. And he's on their team now. So it, it has right. to be some type of, um, Somebody that, he, somebody that he can fight, right? Yeah, we're we're definitely we're definitely going to need to see that. Um, this to see that, and then the pikes themselves. They're probably going to see some more of those assassins. I'm guessing those assassins of the whatever order or whatever. Um, so just, the pikes themselves are not really like warriors, uh, but they'll definitely have you know you bring in a bunch and sort of have the nut have the numbers. Yeah, that's why I almost feel like Bosk might be, and then it's like. You have the then you have the Transdotion there too, who he's allied himself with. But Bosca Bosca does what he wants. It's all about the money for him. 
Yeah. I mean, unless they've done something else to the Tuscans and like, oh, the Pikes are really like it's built up and Boba just in, is enraged by how they've how they've treated more of the Tuscan people. And then he's just off and running and just, just starts gunning them down. And it's just a an army of them. And he goes crazy because when Boba Fett does show up in the Mandalorian, he's just taking out troopers and stuff and he's just doing his thing. It's crazy. It's crazy. Awesome. He's just like, bam, 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 done. Shoot this, do this gappy stick going nuts wild when he gets his armor even more like that's the that's the step up for him right once he has that so he could we could just also see him go off among a bunch of pikes but i really do want to see a champion too i want to see somebody big you know something else that could be interesting is what if we see whoever this person is like let's say let's say it is box just boss for example yeah What's to say that Bosk doesn't have a Beskar spear? Because remember, they said today that the Beskar spear actually can pierce Beskar. That was another thing they said about it. Yeah, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if more people had that. Maybe I don't know. That's a, yeah, it's a definitely an expensive weapon. So some something unique uh, that would that would dent his armor. Yeah, um, I don't know. You know, the other thing too is I bet. I'm sure the Pikes are well enough informed that Boba Fett, I mean, it is relatively new that he's kind of propped up here, but they've been running spice and trying to do something here for a while. And they seem to be gaining more and more control on Tatooine. So I think they know Boba Fett's there. And that's why I feel like there will be a personal sort of connection. Somebody who not only wants to take on the job, but has some sort of beef with uh, Boba. And that's why we're, or they owe, or they owe a debt to the Pikes. Maybe that's maybe Hans on the other side. Mm -hmm. I go that route. Yeah, I mean, I could definitely see Han Solo owing a debt to the Pikes. I could see him owing a debt to anybody, really. Right? Yeah, which is maybe why he's there running Spice, and maybe he's there doing something. Um, I yes, and he's there working for them, and then he ends up getting caught up in the whole the whole situation. Yeah, that could be the case too. But I just they need their own. I mean, they have their own sort of small army there, but um, who's going to be? generaling or, or watching of i don't know though because again hired mercenaries you know it's not really is that necessarily the pike way are they are they just good on their own um oh great question by peter there did phasma have a she did have a she did have a she have a spear or was it like a staff that she kind of had yeah it was like a, it was like electro it had uh i thought it had that's a great question i don't remember what phasma had that looked phasma, just like phasma is far too young and uh, we we know her story. She's definitely not appearing in this. Not that that was the question, but just right, right. Some people said, "Oh, think we can see Pat now." Pat right, right. Her, her story doesn't. Her 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 book doesn't allow her any wiggle room. To be honest, right, yeah. So, but yeah, there's just a cool connection to the spear because um, definitely was a was a topic today as to like what it can do and how how crazy how crazy it is that Morgan Elsbeth had that. Um, did any? tie-ins do you think we will see that could ultimately tie into Thrawn? I was about to ask you the same question, my friend, because I kind of think another name drop or something matters. I think it does matter for the audience, like people who don't know anything about Thrawn. By the way, guys, I am about three hours away from finishing the last Thrawn book. I have not read a book this good in a long time. Um, I, I am actually shocked by the Thrawn Ascendancy trilogy. So, and I wouldn't say just start there. I would say go read all the Thrawn books and do yourself a favor, get to know the character and go at it because 
there are secret ceremonies and there is Thrawn is a good guy. Thrawn, I, I'm more, I told Matt I'm working on this whole thing. Thrawn is actually trying to save the freaking galaxy. And so although Ahsoka is hunting him, they will find him at some point, my friend. Sorry to go on a little Thrawn tangent here. Ahsoka will find him and she'll find Ezra. And she'll 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 want she'll want Thrawn to let Ezra go. And Ezra will say, No, we need to serve Thrawn. <laughs> like something's up. Like I, 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 the more I read, I read this book, I was like, "Jeezy, Cal Thrawn is a freaking good guy." Unless the Chiss as a whole are going to end up being the bad guy that you that big force that like invades lesser space or something. But uh, yeah, he wants the yeah he wants the greater good. We're going to do a breakdown of of that book and everything that's going on there. But yes, Matt, to answer your question, do I think we're going to get a Thrawn drop or a reference? Yes, either it be Thrawn um, or or maybe a connection to. And I'm not sure how. I don't know. I, again, I think about the Pikes, and it's all about that higher level of, of command. Who ordered what? Who's behind everything? Who are they working for? And where is this special cargo? Maybe we think it's Spice, but they're actually running something different. Uh, that like Spice is the cover for an under, you know, ground operation of some kind that is related to Thrawn. Yeah, because right. Thrawn doesn't care about Spice, but something or right. something bigger around, around M, uh, Empire remnants um i would yeah. i would say yeah i do think we're definitely going to get something that's going to drive us forward drive like the whole mandalorian baloney verse that we're sort of creating mandoverse uh forward a hundred a hundred percent yeah so on on the planet jakku you know you had one of the like empire sort of laboratories and and a bunch of special artifacts that was the whole aftermath series and it's interesting that ray is 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 near that it's they tried to do this whole thing first of all great setup for a lot of stuff in the sequel it's just not great finishing in my opinion uh it is what it is we talked about the whole thing but my but here's the thing on tatooine you have some interesting stuff going on like anakin the skywalkers shmi all of it is there luke is there uh obi-wan goes there so old ben's journals there we're gonna have a freaking obi-wan kenobi series tatooine matters and it wouldn't surprise me if on a desert planet like this, if there were something else going on, they've talked about this being a water planet and it having mysteries. I think about the the sands, uh, the dune sea, and I think about the idea that you know pyramids, things, cities buried, th things covered, uh, ancient, ancient, ancient stuff, right? You know, ancient Sith temples, like Yavin, right? Is is actually, I think. In legends, it was an, it was a Sith uh, a temple at one point converted, or like the um, Coruscant, same same sort of thing with the with the Jedi Temple. But so to me, there could be something else on Tatooine that is significant that would make it more than just a a point where it's it's profitable and money's running through. You know what I mean? Something else. I don't know what that could be—a laboratory, something hidden, something out there that Palpatine. Palpatine could have built it simply just because of the his 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 apprentice and the apprentice that he wanted, and this whole fascination with the, the creation of the chosen one in a Skywalker. It's a significant spot, you know. Yeah, no, no, I, I, I 100 agree. Um, so, so final questions here as as we get ready to sort of I mean we're we're over about an hour and a half, so we got about yeah. a half hour ish left. Um, mm -hmm. So timeline, right? Let's let's talk about the timeline a little bit because yeah. 
we were talking about it, it doesn't, the Book of Boba Fett doesn't seem that long after Mando season two. Mm-hmm. The end, we see Boba Fett. We also don't know how much time there was in between Boba Fett flying off and Grogu and, and the way the, the way the way the way Mando's arc ends, and then the post credit scene, which is Boba Fett shooting um, Big Fortuna. Mm-hmm. But I mean, at most, I'm saying like a week or like a month because mm-hmm. we're still, you know, sort of years we're in. So. If it is just a handful of weeks, short end, even a couple of months, what do we think Mando's been doing for this little bit of time? I'm thinking it's actually more on the shorter side in that I'm I'm thinking like he went pretty much straight back to that cover. Like, it seems like that's the first time he met that. Yeah, well. So it seems like that's what he did right after he got he doesn't have a ship yet. So I'm thinking that's all like days after now. Yeah. It, it, uh, so he's tracking them down because a part of him um, talking to like when he goes into the Ishi Tib, the, the alien who gave him the job there on, and I'm trying to Galavis, which is the freaking new, all these new names um, that, that space station it's to find information. Like he has, he has somehow tracked uh, the armor here to Glavis, but somewhere on, on, on Glavish, or, yeah, there is a, a the, the Mandalorian signs or something's been noticed, right? So the issue tip has that and is is, is going to give him the information. He has to go kind of uh, find that. Now, how long does it take between the end of Mandalorian season two and the beginning of uh, of this scene right here, this this episode? That's a really good question, whether it's days or weeks. I honestly don't know, because here's my worry is that like he. Let's say he would go bring a Grogu in, or or what? Grogu's only—if that's the case, then Grogu's only been gone for a couple of days, only a couple of days with Luke Skywalker for a couple of weeks. He has, he has no, he has no worries. Yeah, exactly. But but the whole point is like, if if your idea as a, as a, people are speculating, making predictions, of Grogu could come back. Well, he's only been with Luke for like, did he get homesick? I mean, he's only been there for three days or two days, or maybe it's been a couple of weeks. You know, then it wouldn't make as much sense if he's just going for a visit and not bringing him back. That's okay. That seems like fair enough. Go visit him. They've built an N1 um, fighter that has a hatch literally built for Grogu. So I do think he's coming back at some point. That's all there. It's all that foreshadowing. But I think... Right, yeah, it's built built for him. So I think, though, after season... um, After this book of Boba Fett is over, you could allow a year to go by. He's been away with Luke training for a year or something, and then he comes back or, or, or whatever, and feels like this is not the way that he needs to go or he wants to help. He still feels this attachment, and things are unresolved, and Skywalker says, yeah, I, I can't train him. Um, he does need to... He's chosen a different path. He's tried this one. He reached out to me, and it's not not the way he wants to go with his, his life, and then we move forward. But um, you need more time. You do need some more time, I think, with Luke Skywalker versus just saying, "Okay, it's been a week or two, and now he's coming right back." Because it seems it's, it's, it's this whole arc and this whole journey to give him to Luke and to bring him right back after only a couple of weeks just doesn't seem right. That's why I was I was optimistic that maybe it had been longer. You know that. Um, yeah, I don't think so. It, to me, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't seem. Yeah. It, it doesn't seem as long. So. I think so. I think I don't know, man. I just the more I think about it, the more I think it's. Uh, yeah, I think it's unlikely 
I think if we do get a Luke scene, then it's going to be like, it's going to be Luke with Grogu, but it's not going to be connected. Like, Din's not going to see him. He's going to have to figure out where he is. If anything, his best bet is to go find Ahsoka, who might still be on the same planet as she was last time, and go find her and say, how do I track a Jedi? Well, if, how, I, I guess I just don't know. Because like, you literally just said goodbye to him in this really emotional thing. Mm-hmm. You're going to need a little bit of time to go by, which again... I don't know, he has something built for him. Right. You're going to need, he's going to have to figure out where he went. Because it's not, Luke just takes him. He doesn't say like, oh, I'm going here. Right. Right. So either either something goes wrong with the training, not wrong, or they just choose a different path. Like I said, um, I do kind of think, though, like after he kills Bib Fortuna, so Boba Fett kills Bib Fortuna, and then he's been doing all these different things. We've seen it back to back to back to back. And it seemed like, I don't know. You know, Star Wars does this like, like with um, we see Luke train with with Yoda for five minutes on the screen or something, you know, 10. And it's like, OK, but that was m- meant to be much longer. So I think they sometimes these things do get like they're not communicated or conveyed very well because it does. It just seems like a few days later and it doesn't seem like it's been a lot of significant amount of time. So that would be a problem for me if if uh, if he came straight back. And that's why a visit is fine and come back empty handed. And that ship is there for post Boba Fett. Now you get your Luke Skywalker, you get all of the Grogu stuff, and there's just this this leaker's off or whatever, just a little bit in terms of, okay, now it's actually going to be uh, the Mandalorian Season 3. Luke will be back again with Grogu, but again, after the Book of Bulba Fett, you might have a year or six months pass, and, and that would be enough time to do some maybe significant uh, training. That would be more training than Ray got. You know what I mean? And I'll agree with you about the time thing too, because really that was the worst thing. And we're not going to get into a big whole sequel discussion here soon. But the worst thing that the last Jedi ever did was put a time frame on the event, because then it then it totally ruined right a lot, a lot of that stuff. Which is that was one of the things with this show. We were like, is Boba with the Tuskens for five years, and now uh, he was. Yeah. Like, okay. I mean. Yeah. The way they show it, it doesn't feel like it, but I guess, you know, that's the case. Right, yeah. And and that's where it's like, uh, I'm just trying to think between all these events, because they've actually did so many flashbacks that by the time he is sitting there with Finnick and he has... So when... Okay, I, here's a great question, Matt. When it's at the end of... Because I think Dave Filoni and John Favreau said there was no time frame as far as like... When Fennec and Boba go back to Tatooine to kill Bib Fortuna, I don't think they put a time frame on that. I don't think they said that was like the first thing that they went and did. So you could, you could, I guess, theorize that maybe more time had gone past. Although I think the timeline is, I'm trying to look at when it was set or when the book, when this, um, when this all starts off. But you know what I mean? Like, like you could let a month or two go by, maybe, maybe just a month or two. And then they went back and killed bib and then that was a month or two that luke got with grogu and a month or two where din Djarin, uh you know said goodbye to everybody on the ship and grief cargo rolls out because they don't that's just what star wars just doesn't do that and i think it's just because they want to leave a bunch of room for comic books and 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 different things or whatever but by not saying it and by what it looks like on screen it looks like there's not a whole lot of time like within like you couldn't do a whole lot of comic books or big series between all this kind of stuff because like they're not letting a year pass. They're basically saying it's been a short amount of time. Unless it wasn't, unless it was 
more like longer, you know? Right. Agree. Yeah. Agree. Yeah. So I think I'm with you is, um, I don't, I, I'm saying like weeks. Yeah. High end six months, low end, what I think we're closer to like a few weeks. Yeah. Um, you know, after that. And then again, how much time has taken place during the book of both that, which itself could be a couple of weeks. So, right, yeah. Yeah. That, and so, yeah, so I think it's unlikely Dan has any clue where Grogu is, and where I also, now that you know, we hashed all this out, I feel I feel less likely that he actually he actually has any clue where he is. So I think the little friend we're seeing is not Grogu. I think it's going to be somebody else. I don't even think we will see it until post credits, unless he brings somebody back, and then it will obviously be that yeah. person, whoever whoever he's bringing, which could be a sick tie in, could be like Han Solo. Right, and then and if we do see Luke, we could get a Luke Grogu like end credit scene, show you what's going on there to set up, um, Mando season three. Because I do think we, I do think just how, how we will at the end of this, we will get like the release date for Mando season three, mm-hmm. kind of like with, like how they, they did like basically a little teaser for Mando season three, like they did with Book of Boba Fett, and then I think we'll see like the full Mando season three trailer. I don't know if it's happening this year. We still don't kind of know exactly yet. We're right. Start with the celebration. And it's going to happen virtually or whatever. Right. Or whether it's an in-person event or not. Right. Yeah. 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 So I mean, and I'll, one more thing too, just on the on Din Djarin, I feel like he's the type of character that would just say, "Okay, you guys need my help. That's cool. I need to go do my thing, and then I'm coming back." But the reason why I think he wouldn't bring anybody, not even just Grogu or anyone else, is. Uh, unless that person's going to get paid, he's going to be like, well, they offered me money. They'll offer you money. Maybe if you, if you need a job, that could be the case. But also it's like, you're asking somebody to risk their neck uh, when he feels like in tight, like you guys helped me. I'm a, you know, I'm going to help you guys out. And the debt is paid sort of thing. So it feels like it's only him that he's only bringing himself to the fight, just making a quick visit. And then it's up to Boba Fett to find other people too, which would be better. Um, I think because then it's on Boba and Finnick to recruit people here about who's in town. Who does Peli Mato know? Uh, because I mean, Finnick now has walked into like right there with Peli Mato in the, in the room. So they, they've connected in, in some way. So now there's, there's that cool connection, which is great. So. Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, all right, guys. Well, uh, that is it for us for tonight. We're going to be coming back with a lot more again next week. I'll be home. So I'll have my whole, Podcast set up, the whole deal, uh, just on vacation this week, but still have to make it happen. So, uh, thank you guys as always for watching. Be sure to keep hammering us with emails at hyperspacehangout.com. As I think you're doing a screen tomorrow with some, some yeah. patrons. Yeah, so anybody who's listening to uh, this in our in our live stream or anybody who hears this tomorrow morning, um, we're going to try to do something at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time again. And if Matt can, he'll pop in for 15, 20 minutes or whatever. Um, but we'll just kind of see. I'm going to have a couple people in here and uh, some of our patrons and just kind of Council of Elders. We're going to be talking. This is kind of a big episode. So I, we, we've been saving this for where we had enough material to kind of talk about and we can reflect on past episodes, this episode and speculate going forward. So if you're interested, it's just $5 over on Patreon. You can go and check that tier out and literally you guys can pop right in. And uh, you can see Matt and I, we just kind of uh, we add stuff on on the screen. We remove stuff and we add people up onto the screen and we'll talk to you guys. We can add up to 10 people in there. So uh, it's fantastic at a time. It'll be a really good conversation and I hope you guys um, come check that out. That'll be tomorrow again. 
6, uh, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You don't have to stay the whole time. I know we're on here for like an hour and, you know, 40 minutes right now at this point, but you don't have to stay. You can stay on for 10, 15 minutes, uh, talk to old Ez and Matt about what you think and then roll out, you know, but it's a lot of fun. I want to hear what people have because it's kind of their voice on the podcast, which is what Matt and I have said since the beginning. We read your transmissions on the show. And by the way, we have several. We have quite a few too. So uh, we'll also do, maybe I'll do something this weekend with the transmissions because we got some good ones. We got some good stuff. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely, guys. So awesome. Thank you guys for joining us. We absolutely appreciate it. Love coming on here and talking. And what a freaking amazing uh, episode. And the only way that we can end the episode today is that this is the of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget join planet fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month cancel anytime deal ends friday may 10th see home club for details Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.